Okay, so everyone is making podcasts these days, and you're ready to go with yours. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Now, let me explain. First, it's free. And then they give you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. encouragement it's about unity and it's about freedom so these are all of my opinions so yesterday i was having a conversation with my daughter we were talking about uh the the nfl player that has been accused of choking his girlfriend in fact he's been charged with assault um aggravated assault she says that she was choked to the point of unconsciousness and then when she woke up he sat on the bed next to her and he said wow you're still alive so that, that disturbed her, and I'm sure it would have disturbed anybody. But um, I just ran that by my daughter. I mean, I wanted her to kind of talk about this with me because she has some experience in that. Uh, like a lot of African-American women today, they deal with domestic violence of some form. So I wanted to share that with you. Just listen to the conversation. So I said, like, okay, so after all of this is done, and the reason I say this because, as we mentioned, um, there's a possibility that she may go back to him. This has happened over and over again. We know when you talk about domestic violence, we know, like you said, they end up going back to the abuser. So does money change that? I mean, because, I mean, he's an NFL player. I don't know the background. I haven't looked well, at who he is or who she is. But, you know, because of money, do you think she would go back? I can tell you that. I don't know if she's going back. I can tell you, I don't know that. I don't know what's going on in her head, heart, and mind. I hope that she can heal from this situation and move on because clearly that's not a safe, safe situation. However, in these situations, like you said, a lot of times the women do go back and that, whether, and it's not socioeconomic, I don't believe. A lot of times abuse is not categorized in that manner. So I don't think it's more likely that she'd go back because he has more money. Right. Um, personally that's not what I think but I also think or I do know that a lot of times even in situations where they're not rich people a woman stays because of money because um, as I stated before a lot of times an abuser doesn't become an abuser just overnight you know groom you into a position to where you are dependent on them so that when they do become abusive you won't go anywhere because they've already orchestrated an entire situation to where maybe you are at this point isolated from friends and family. Um, You may not, he may have told you he wants you to be a stay-at-home mom. So now you don't work, you know, and he works. And so now what? What you going to do? Go out and where you going to live? Where you going to get some money to stay? He may have the car in his name and say, oh, you ain't taking my car. I mean, there's so many ways in which a woman is put in a position to have to go back. Not necessarily because she just wants to. I mean, sometimes it's, you know, it's a lot of factors. Right. So, that's so, so, so what about like women's shelters and things like that? Wouldn't that be, um, wouldn't it, is there a safe place that she can go? 
Yeah, I mean, there's lots of women's shelters and things, and a lot of times women go um, to those places. And again, like I said, though, especially in the age of technology, like I know for a fact, most of the time, abusive situations um, and a woman trying to leave that a situation, she's not getting uh, the door open with him holding it open saying goodbye. You know, uh, usually in an abusive situation and that woman's trying to leave, that man ain't trying to let her go anywhere. So especially in the age of technology now where you got cell phones, you got social media, you got trackers. I mean, they, I've heard stories where a man will put a tracker on his woman's car. She don't even know it, so he know everywhere she at. She don't know that. Or a tracker on her phone. I mean, it's just not that simple. There's so many things. Yeah, you can go to a shelter, though. I mean, and you can say that's as safe as it can be, I mean, in a situation where a man can find you if he really wanted to, most of the time. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I think that is, that's definitely a challenge. I think that they should change the laws to actually lock him up because to me it just doesn't make sense uh, I don't know and, and why do you think that law is like that why do you think the laws are so laxed when it comes to domestic violence and men oh well just because of the age old <laughs> America I mean <laughs> who put the laws in place to begin with you think a man's gonna hold another I mean so, there was a point in time if we're talking about law it was legal to beat your wife it was. I remember. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. So, I read that. Yeah, I read that. I don't yeah. Know. So yeah, that's how it's so lax. Because a, when we we talk about America and where this country originated and the views and practices that that we had back in the day, was women weren't even allowed to vote. We were secondary. We supposed to be quiet. This is our man. Abuse was not paid attention to. I mean, mm. not a lot has changed. I guess in that regard. Well, I think, you know, one of the things, like men don't, we don't talk about it, you know, and that's something that I tried to do a long time ago to get men to open up and talk about what makes you abuse a woman because there's a reason for that. I mean, he too, he too has a problem. You know what I'm saying? She got a problem because she's getting beat up or taking the abuse, but he too has a mental problem or something that Uh triggers him to do that. So Uh we need to look at those signs and say, our young boys, our young men, hey, uh-huh. you know, we need to address these things because there are signs. There are signs that, you yeah. know, um, you know <clears throat> one thing, you know, when you were young, I used to say, hey, don't don't, don't get a man that, you know, going to mistreat you and do you wrong. But I, I knew you would always be able to identify. You, you could see uh-huh. the signs. All right, so. Well, I mean, yeah, you don't always see the signs, though. I mean, I don't want to say you don't see the signs, but I will say this. Love is blind, like they say. Mm, what? For y'all, right? For women? <laughs> Men too. Except love is just a little different. Okay, explain that to me. Too. I've never understood that term, really, to tell you to be honest. But... Well, okay, just think about it. If you start dating someone, I mean, they hitting all the right points. You know, they got, you know, a great job, or they, they good listeners, or they, they so much fun, or they make you feel so great about yourself. You feel so good around them, or... um whatever the thing is that that person's doing or giving into your life at that moment in time it blinds you to those negative aspects of that person I mean, you will be you'll be much quicker to overlook certain things 
while you're in that stage of, of love or getting to or a relationship, you know? We everybody say that, you know, love is blind and you know, when you first the honeymoon phase, everything goes pretty much. You ain't gonna But isn't that when you but, but isn't that isn't that when you're young and you know you don't know any better, you, you kinda I think that's everyone. Kind of infatuation. No, I mean after you get hey, look, when you get twenty seven, you know, mm-hmm. you can't tell me. Is love still blind at twenty seven? I think yes, it can be. I mean, obviously, because I know some twenty-seven-year-olds that got beat. I mean, yeah, it's still blind because what I'm trying to explain is not love. Love is not what I mean by it. I just mean for the simple fact that, like, we look at a situation when we first start dating a person, mm-hmm. and we let a lot of stuff ride at the beginning because we really like them, and maybe you know we like to rush things. You know, a lot of times people find themselves already moved in living with somebody in six months and then the ugly side come out but by then now you're living together and you got a car in your name or something you know what I mean anytime a man tries to seek control of you you know what I'm saying there are signs you know what I'm saying and I always said that if your mate if he's disrespecting his mama or other women Mm-hmm. He don't do. He's not gonna respect you either. No, no, you know no, no, no. See, you have some. No, abusers what? don't do that. Abusers, abusers don't do that. That's an abusive oh, they, man. Oh, of course they do. But those are usually the guys that a woman gonna see that beforehand and be gone before he got her wrapped up in a situation. If a woman meets a guy mm-hmm. and he's cussing his mama out, talking crazy to his kid or his uh, Anybody. sisters or yeah. Whatever you think a woman is more likely to stay with that guy or see that as a bad, a red flag and leave. What's more likely to happen? I mean, I would think that she would say that's a red flag, but however, I'm talking about mm-hmm. an older woman, of course. Mm-hmm. Maybe a younger woman wouldn't identify with that, or maybe she didn't look at it that. But what that if, and what that if might this, like it. she might like it? I was just about to say, what if this woman grew up in a household where she watched her daddy talk to her mama like well, that, that? So she think that's normal. Yeah, she might think that. That's true. So generational. Again, like you said, teaching these kids early on what they're supposed to look like. Because adults that don't grow up and see that don't know what to do when they're becoming adults. They don't even realize what they, how to fix it or what they're doing is wrong. But, but I anyway. mean, as a young adult, if you see a man that's trying to lower your esteem, he's always putting you down and talk shit to you all the time. You mean to tell me that's not a sign for you? I mean, you stay with that? So here's I mean, how, the thing. At what point do but you say... But it don't work like that because okay. it goes like this. Let me explain. I'll give you a scenario. Okay. Usually, it goes like this. Boy meets girl. The man meets woman. The man is so loving and endearing. Gentleman. Perfect gentleman. Giving you everything that you've been looking for in a man. He opens the doors. He pulls out the seats. He gives me flowers for no reason. He compliments me every day. Tell me how good I look. That lasts for about six months. Because people can put their little mask on till they know you in the right spot. And so he do that just long enough to where now you you so wooed by him. Like I said, people are manipulative. And these people that are abusers are usually narcissists. So they've planned this out. This isn't like fly by night. These these are things in their mind. They're manipulators. So they will get you in a position, being the perfect guy. Guy, man meets woman, gets her to fall in love with him. Gets him, gets her over here where he wants her. Because I want you to understand the power in that because that is such a big deal. Like a dude does not just come out being a snake. He's wearing that, that it's not a, it's like the wolf in the sheep's clothing. He's such a nice guy until one day he's not. But by then you end so deep that you're like, damn, but you, okay. But I mean, but to get to that point. Oh, and I, not only that, think about this. How about every time he abuses you, 
it's a cycle of abuse because he abuses you. But then once he's done with that, he cries, he begs, he loves, he tells you how much he's sorry. I mean, and it looks so genuine. It looks so real. And even so much, you almost start feeling sorry for him because how hurt he is that he hurt you. you like, like, that's how... You sound like you might have seen that. Listen, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that's how it goes. Because I mean, people on the outside are like, why you can't just leave? Right. It's not that simple. I promise it's not. Yes, it is. Mm-mm. If it was, but why not, so many I, women? I, I so we cut that a little short because, I mean, next week we're going to talk about the rise of domestic violence during the pandemic. Uh, the fact is that because we're all locked in and it is tight and uh, a lot of people are experiencing domestic violence at this time. Uh, you may not hear about it, but it is there. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more next week. I want to say thank you for checking out the show. I encourage you to come back next week. We'll talk about domestic violence and a few other hot topics and uh, we'll do it again. So if you like it, I love it. I'm out.